0: podcast. In this episode, we'll learn about transitioning into tech later in life. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Backblaze provides cloud backup that's astonishingly easy and low cost. Backup all of your data and access it from anywhere in the world for just $5 per month. Start your fully featured 15-day free trial today by going to backblaze.com forward slash learn to code. Flatiron School's online data science bootcamp gives students the knowledge, skills, and the experience they need to land jobs as data scientists. Start learning for free with their data science bootcamp prep course. Just go to flatironschool.com forward slash learn to code with me to get started. Before getting into the interview today, I want to share something really special with you. Over the past six to eight weeks behind the scenes, myself and the rest of the small but mighty Learn to Code With Me team have been working away on something big for Black Friday. It's something we've never done before and something that has taken tons of effort to coordinate. Honestly, we've been eating, sleeping, dreaming about it, or at least I have. We put together a collection of 19 top shelf coding and technology courses, Courses that have delivered results to hundreds or thousands of students. These are courses from 19 different industry experts. And when you take the retail value of all these courses together, they're worth over $3,400. But for this week only, we're selling all 19 of these courses for just $199. This deal is so good that it's only going to be available for one week until Monday, November 26th at midnight Eastern time. In case you're listening to this episode well into the future, this is 2018. You can check out this special by going to learntocodewith.me forward slash Black Friday. That URL is all one word. We'll also make sure to add a link to the show notes. Again, the URL is learntocodewith.me forward slash Black Friday 2018. Okay. Now back to the show. In today's episode, I talk with Kanika Tolver. Kanika has wide-ranging experience in tech. She's worked in the federal government as well as in the private sector. More recently, she started a career coaching business called Career Rehab. Career Rehab focuses on assisting career transformations for students, professionals, and retirees. Kanika has been featured on CNN, CBS Radio, Yahoo, Glassdoor, Entrepreneur, The Washington Post, and a variety of other publications. In our conversation today, we're going to focus on the topic of transitioning into tech later in life, so people that are over the age of 35, 40, or beyond. However, Kanika shares a lot of great advice that can be applied to anyone at any age. Kanika cites specific examples and insights from clients she's worked with in the past who made the switch into tech after the age of 35. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Kanika, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to talk to you because you have such a vast background and I know you're going to share so much awesome wisdom with the listeners. I'm also excited to specifically talk about career changing into tech later in life, like after the age of 35 or 40. I've written about this topic a lot and talked about it, like switching into tech, but not specifically at an older age. So I'm really excited to dive into that. But first, can you briefly explain like your background, especially as it relates to making a career change or helping others switch careers? Sure. Um, I am from the Washington, D.C. area. I am a career coach. I am the
1: founder of Career Rehab. Um, We focus on basically helping people create epic careers. So we focus on career passion through, you know, a new career journey as a college graduate. Um, We call them the cool geeks. Um, We also focus on career advancement for existing existing professionals. We call them the, the corporate rebels, and we focus on career um, changers who actually want to transition from one career to another. We call them the career dropouts. So I focus in on specifically helping people find happiness within a career at all different levels, um, not just in tech, but um, I do have a lot of tech clients that actually come to me as they transition to different areas within the technology industry. Nice.
0: And you used to work in tech, right? Yes, I actually um,
1: spent majority of my career in the federal government um, tech space. So um, I've worked for various different federal agencies. My experience is focused around web and mobile app development, agile project management and and software testing.
0: So I'm curious, what made you want to become a career coach? Like you were working in these governmental agencies. You were doing different kinds of development, as you mentioned. What made you be like, hey, I want to help people make career moves?
1: Um, Actually, I am considering actually going back into the federal technology space as we speak. So um, I initially was a federal employee. In 2014, I left the federal government to go into private sector and and work for, you know, consulting firms like Deloitte and other small technology companies. I was still working with the federal government as a contractor or consultant, I should say. But in the last two years, I've been really focused on full time entrepreneurship as a, I have my own technology company. And I also have my career Coaching practice, but what what really made me interested about entrepreneurship is that I really wanted to have a purpose, and I really wanted to have a career that was going to bring me, you know, a somewhat of joy. I had a lot of career heartbreaks, so I just stumbled into like helping people with their resumes and helping them with rebranding their career, and then like it just took on a life of its own, and
0: I just started doing more, um, you know, in-depth career coaching. Got it. So. Wait, how many things are you doing currently? Like, how many different jobs? Or I know you have like the career coaching. What else beyond that are you also doing right now?
1: My own digital branding technology company, where we focus in on helping people primarily with like WordPress websites, with mobile apps um, digital marketing, uh, and, you know, you know, company branding, like for their logo and things like that. So that's a, that's a separate company that I do have. Um, I do that primarily online. A lot of my, co- a lot of my um, employees were all virtual. So, um, I do a lot of freelancing and outsourcing for, for that, but, um, really I only do technology and career coaching, um, uh, right now, but, um, I just career coaching is just a passion of mine that's kind of non tech related that I just I always love helping the community as a child. So I just kinda was like, wow, I'm naturally good at getting six figure
0: jobs. Let me teach other people how to do that in tech. Got it. Well, thank you for highlighting all that. That that definitely makes sense. And um, as you know, this podcast focuses specifically on the tech industry, and there's just so much information about getting a job in tech online. However, when I was researching this topic, uh, before even inviting you on as a guest, I did not find very much material that was specific to people over the age of 35 or over the age of 40. Like, literally, I only found, like, a handful of articles. I know there's more than that. Maybe I wasn't typing the right terms, but compared to, like, there just wasn't that much content out there for people in that age group. Why do you think that is? I think
1: that is because in this digital age, um, we focus a lot on helping youth, young women, you know, minorities that want to get into tech. And I think, when you start think, talking about people that's 35 and older or people in their 40s, I think there's a it's, there's an actual like learning gap of technology for those generations. A, a lot of times we think it's easier to teach a, a, a younger person how to use technology because, you know, we're always u- using, you know, the internet, um, we're always using the computers and mobile devices. And a lot of people that's in their 30s and 40s, they wasn't necessarily birthed into this digital age of technology. They know the basics of like how to use a computer and and type and things like that. But I think that you, you, you hit something head on when you sent me the topics over, because I think there's a real equal opportunity gap because a lot of tech companies, they're not as probably eager to hire someone older because they may feel like they don't have the, the cutting edge technology skills or maybe even the, Willingness to be able to easily adapt to learning these
0: new technologies right, right, and I feel like and i again, i haven't done tons of research on this in particular, but just from my own experiences and seeing people in my own life like my mom mm-hmm. and my dad i've and there well actually, my dad is in tech my my mother is not but I can see just in their own careers, definite. um, I don't. I don't know those signs or of of ageism, like ageism in the workplace. Right. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, I I feel like it's not getting enough attention. I also think that. I, don't, I just have this belief that like anyone can do anything if they have enough drive and motivation, like it doesn't matter how old you are, like you can make any career change that you want. But there definitely is, I think some, yeah, some biases there in, in ageism. So how do you help people like with your with your own practice that are over the age of thirty five? And it's sorry, I a, it sounds so silly to me to say over the age of thirty five because thirty five is so again like that's technically still a millennial. I think well, like- technically
1: it is because I'm thirty five and I'm a millennial, but
0: <laughs> but I would say. If you like talk
1: about like 40 and beyond, we're talking about Gen Xers, right? We're talking about baby boomers. My mother's a baby boomer. You know, my aunt is a Gen Xer. Um, so I think when when I when I look at people within my own life, I think that I've, that those people um, they even some just some people have just a time with using their mobile device. Like you know, we can easily just delete an app you know, your mom or dad may not know how to do that. So I think the tech companies are so eager to hire younger people. They've lowered the standards for educational requirements because a lot of people are self-taught technologists these days. You don't need all these formal college degrees anymore. A lot of people are either teaching themselves the code or they're getting certifications just by, um, you know, taking, you know, classes on Udemy or Linda and they're taking the exam and they're getting, you know, hired.
0: So I think, The disconnect is that they grew up on encyclopedias and we grew up with Google, so. Yeah, yeah. But what about the person listening right now who is over the age of 40? Maybe they're 45, maybe they're 50 and they're really driven, really wanna make this career change, really wanna move into tech. What can they do? Like how should they position themselves differently because they are a bit further ahead in their career? Or like, I don't know, like what advice do you have? I think the first thing is that we have to
1: change the mindset of fear. Technology is fearful for a lot of people because it's just unknown to them. A lot of people that maybe have been in an industry and they're 40 and beyond, they've maybe been doing the same thing every day. So it's fearful to transition into feeling like I got to learn a whole new programming language or I have to learn a whole new software. That's pretty scary, right? And when you think about it, if I've been going to work and I've been in one industry my whole career, I know this industry and you know, in and out. I would say, don't fear the technology. The more you use it, the more you won't lose it. Um, my second tip would be is to identify what computer training courses you can ask your current job to allow you to enroll in that that can actually give you a jump start on your IT career. Um, some people you know, may want to get more information on how to use different software applications, or maybe they want to transition into, you know, maybe learning how to be able just to have the basic concepts of, of computing or learning how to know what computers do. I think utilizing your current training budget All of these industries are advancing in technology in some way. And so you can make that actual switch, utilize your current training resources within your current role. And then maybe the last tip would be is to see if you can get a detailed opportunity a detail opportunity into or volunteer opportunity in the IT division of your organi- organization which will give you exposure to learning new new skills new IT skills and also be able to help you network with other professionals that can give you some sound transitional advice
0: Yeah, I love those tips. I love especially like kind of just like starting where you are and figuring out what you can leverage in your current role. I know tons of companies have um, educational budgets or, you know, where they'll reimburse Mm -hmm. you for courses. Um, Others may do like hackathons where everyone at the company is invited, even if you're not on the tech team or as you